The following story is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. My childhood best friend, Marie and I, were about 13 years old at the time. Marie's family had their own campsite in a park about two hours from our hometown. We would spend the entire summer each year living in their camper out there. This particular summer, I was able to go out and stay with them for a week, and we were excited to spend our time adventuring around the forest. On the very last night that I was there, we decided we wanted to hurry down to the ice cream shop by the lake before it closed. It was about late afternoon at this point, so there was still some light out, but we were beginning to lose light. The path that we took was down a short slope right next to the main road, maybe 10 feet of thick brush and trees in between. On the other side was a complete forest with more tall and thick brush. So we were walking along and not seeing a single person on the path in front of us or behind us. We hear sudden rustling and snapping of branches. I wouldn't have thought much of it, but then the sounds of running footsteps followed. Marie glances back and then suddenly grabs my arm, urging me under her breath to not look back. At the same time, the running stops. I don't know why I didn't ignore her and get a look myself. Looking back at it, I guess I could sense the fear I felt in her voice and I chose to just listen to her. So then we both started to panic. Kind of like the feeling you get when you turn the basement light off and you run up the stairs. We pick up speed as much as we can without breaking into a sprint. The ice cream shop is only about a minute walk away at this point. The path soon breaks and we're in the parking lot now. Suddenly Marie steers to the hard left, heading towards the lake and the boat rental place instead of continuing straight to the ice cream shop, and I go along with her silently. Understanding ice cream is no longer an interest right now. Maria is clearly panicking at this point, and I'm just wondering what she saw. We were both looking around, but it seems whatever scared her is nowhere in sight at this point. Marie walks up to the boat rental place and gets us a kayak. We climb in and we begin to paddle out to the middle of the lake. As we paddle towards the center of the lake, she begins to tell me that there was a man that was behind us. <laughs> and that the man had stopped running at us very abruptly upon making eye contact with her. This man in the woods was wearing a long black coat, and he had the hood up. When I thought about what she said, I thought, it's the middle of July. She continued, and she said that he had a terrifying smirk on his face, and she swore as soon as he stopped running, she saw him put something shiny away into his coat. My face dropped when she said that he appeared to have just emerged out of the bushes right after we walked past them. Given the sounds that we heard right before he came running onto the path. We finally reached the center of the lake and we stopped paddling. I pull out my brick phone, an old Nokia that my parents had given me. Thank God it was a just-in-case phone. I hand it over to Marie to tell her to call her parents to come and pick us up. As the phone rings, 
I see her look out past me to the shoreline, and she goes pale. Lifting a hand to point to what she's seeing, I turn around, and I finally look this time. And there was that man, wearing the hood, stalking his way around the path that circled the edge of the lake, just staring out at us, looking lifeless. We sat there in the middle of the lake, disgusted. We watched him do two full laps around the lake, and he never looked away from us before finally disappearing. It took a few tries to get a hold of her family. We were freaking out so bad the whole time, hoping somebody would pick up. As the sun got lower and lower, we got more paranoid because that guy is still out there somewhere. We felt so relieved when Marie's family picked up and they said that they were on their way. We saw Marie's dad's truck pull up at the shoreline and we started yelling towards them. By that time it was dark and we were terrified. The water was so dark, the woods were dark, and we just paddled as fast as we could towards the truck on the shoreline. Looking back in retrospect, I don't know why we didn't just go to the ice cream shop and inform an adult there about what we saw. I don't know what that hooded man was planning, but it worked out. We got back safe, and thankfully we never saw that man again. To this day, I'm much older now, and sometimes I still go to that park. But when I do, I always think about that hooded figure that I saw at the shoreline. I don't think I'll ever be able to forget that. I go to a university in Virginia. It's the second week of the semester. I live on campus in a dorm, and uh, my roommate's name is Kaylin. One thing that I immediately noticed about Kaylin is she passed the vibe check. I liked her a lot, and it seemed like I would like her for the rest of the year, so I could see myself living with her without any trouble. She did like to party, and she made that very obvious. It was a Friday night, and she mentioned to me that there was a party on campus. She asked me if her cousin Dave could come to the party with us, and stay the night as well. I figured if her cousin was anything like her, then I wouldn't have a problem with it, so I agreed. We went to the party, and Dave had met us there. When I met Dave, he seemed pretty normal, and this helped me a lot with my social anxiety. I felt like I was meeting a bunch of new people, and it was great. A couple hours into the party, we were playing beer pong. I noticed that Kaylin was getting very drunk really quickly, and I could tell Dave was too. Dave kept feeding me drinks, and I wasn't against it, I was trying to have a good time as well. Kaylin and I were dancing, and I look over my shoulder and I actually see Dave just staring. It was kind of a creepy stare, but I didn't really know what to make of it. Dave made friends with some random guy there, and they brought over a round of shots. After that, my memory goes blank. After the shots, I just blacked out. I woke up in my bed, and... I didn't wake up on my own. I woke up with the feeling of somebody kissing me on the face. I look over my shoulder and I see that it's Dave. I try to say something but my body just won't let me speak. All I could do was just look. At this point I was terrified. Dave gave me that same look he gave me at the party. I looked over at Kaylin's bed and she wasn't there. 
It just ran chills down my spine. My brain went into survival mode. I know that I was fully clothed, which hints to me nothing bad had happened yet, but the buttons on my pants were undone. I don't know if they were undone the whole time or if he undid them. Under the sheets, I could see that my shirt was pushed up so he could put his hands on my waist and hold me close. I gained some energy to move his hands off of me and Dave fell back asleep. I don't know how long he was in my bed or why he was even there. I sat up in shock and caught a glimpse of his face. I asked him, What are you doing? To which he replied, <sighs> um, uh, Just resting. Uh, just resting. I got up out of the bed and I turned my hands into fists. I was ready to defend myself and at that moment he said, <sighs> Okay. I'll leave, okay, I'll leave. Every time he spoke, I heard him twice, and it freaked me out. I thought to myself I was so messed up. I was so scared and filled with horror. I pushed my dresser up to the doorknob to make sure he couldn't come back in. I immediately went into the shower and took a long, hot shower. I was relieved that nothing worse had happened to me, to my knowledge. It was four in the morning and Kaylin still hadn't gotten back. I don't know what she was doing or who she was with, but I was more concerned about my safety. I had a weird dream that night too, even though it was hard to fall asleep. It was a very lucid dream. It's one that I won't ever forget. I lived inside of a zoo and the zookeeper deliberately let every animal out of its cage so it could run around the zoo. One of those animals was a tiger, and as soon as the tiger and I made eye contact, he immediately started to try to eat me, so I tried to fight back. I was wrestling it, and it tried to pounce on me, and then I lost. As the tiger pinned me down, it started licking me. I woke up from that nightmare to another nightmare of Dave licking my face, and then I jumped up, and I woke up. I didn't really talk to Kalen much after that. It took me a few weeks to gain the courage to go to the office of student housing. I requested a new room and roommate, and I also requested to live on the other side of the campus. There's no way I could live in that room anymore. Since then, I moved out. I don't keep in contact with Kaylin anymore because I don't want any ties to her creepy cousin. I don't know what they got going on now, but it happened all so long ago. I'm scared that he's still out there somewhere.